not mean division and community. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Curious, a podcast where we want to create diversity in thought without creating division and community. I am your co-host, Matt Fisher. I'm the care pastor here at Hill City, and I am here with my co-host, my friend, my co-worker, co-team member, <laughs> Mr. John Wagler. Wags. <laughs> yes. What's going on, man? Ah, oh, man. Christmas is almost here. Ah, oh, Christmas is coming. I love it. You like Christmas, right? Yeah. I mean, you're a pastor. You're supposed to like Christmas, yeah. but... I don't like winter. Oh, that's right. You don't like right. cold. I like it all. But I, I do enjoy Christmas. I love it. I was reflecting yeah. with somebody the other day. Somebody sent me like a Christmas song. It was like... And it was like kind of, I guess, a little on the cheesy end. It was like Carrie Underwood or something like that. <laughs> and they were just like, I've never heard this song the same way as I did this year. And it made me remember that like there were large swaths of my life where literally the only thing keeping me from being functionally atheist was that I love Christmas. Like I was like, there's gotta be something like Christmas music saved my life. (laughs) (laughs) It was the like thin thread by which my faith hung uh, uh, for several years of my life where I was just like all of this, but also man, Christmas is so good though. (laughs) I don't love Christmas music. I love Christmas. But I, I will say this about Christmas music. So I, um, came across this Christmas album mm-hmm. called um, it, it's by Tommy Prophet. Okay. And it is uh, it's like board, something for the king or for the king or something like that. Mm-hmm. It is so dang good. Really? I'll like, listen to it. I'll it's like um, it. intense like uh, like a lot of violins. Mm-hmm. A lot, it's like da 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 Very like, good for that. Yeah. yeah. It's super good. I love Christmas. I just like the idea We could do a whole episode on that. I can pontificate on this forever, but I like the idea that like the rocks cry out. Sure. It's this great, I guess I just see during the Christmas season, even amongst all the consumerism and all the stuff and the Mariah Carey and the this and that, I just always see it as God looking down and being like laughing, (laughs) just being like, try not to talk about me. Right. Yeah. Like try not to sing about me. Try not, doesn't matter what, what you're doing the rest of the year. Like now everyone is like, talking about jesus yeah whether well, they is, admit to it or not and it's funny because it's like yeah when people talk about yeah the joy of christmas i'm yeah. like you know there's no joy in christmas without jesus right like literally like yeah. the, it's not a thing and i think the thing is is like they do know deep down i think it's yeah. like a time when we realize that people deeply real like understand that something about this story is true yeah well yeah whether you call it joy or love or happiness yes. or like kind brother brotherhood or whatever um, and you know, sometimes, yes, it can be frustrating that people don't play it out. But my favorite thing is like one of my favorite punk bands who bad religion, who's literally like their whole thing is just being atheist <laughs> right. and like being anti-religion put out a Christmas album a couple years ago. And people were like, well, it's meant to be sarcastic. I was like, I don't care what it's meant to be. It's super good. And every song is about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Bad religion put out a record about Jesus. And that's the magic of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, sweet. I don't care what they say their tone is in it. And yeah. like. When I tell you it's good, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone out there, because probably by the time you hear this, it'll be very close or maybe even, oh, yeah. Lord, I would hate to think somebody would listen to us on Christmas. Christmas break. Not Just on Christmas. Not no. on the Christmas day. No one's day. doing that. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, Merry Advent, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. This is going to be our final um, episode of 2021. Yeah. We made it. We did it. We made it. It's a good run. 
Yeah, it was a good, it was a good run. This is also our <laughs> final episode forever. No, we are going to take a little break um, and come back in the new year after this episode. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and kick off, unless something insane. Remember last <laughs> right. year when we yeah. were like, what are we going to talk about? And then, <laughs> you know, all the things. Everything happened. Uh, everything happened. Um, but yeah, we're, we're planning to kick off our next season um, by talking about something that literally everyone has asked us to talk about, which is sort of our commentary on another podcast called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yeah. Now we're not going to be giving like step-by-step you know, like production episode notes. Episode. <laughs> yeah, but we will be talking about sort of that story, maybe the effect that that podcast has had on the culture mm-hmm. at large and kind of our individual and, and joint thoughts on. Yeah, on. I'd, I'd be shocked if that's not a multiple episode. Yeah, it'll probably be multi-episode. Yeah. Hopefully we get some other voices in too. Yeah. Um, I, every day I find out new people who are more deeply connected to that story than, <laughs> than uh, I knew. Um, but today for our, to round out 2021, why are you laughing at me? I'm just laughing because just, I mean, what we're going to talk about, just thinking about your reaction 30 minutes ago, oh, yeah. or however long goes, we initially talked about it. Yeah. Vitriol to, coming. From. Yeah. To, Merry Christmas. You're about to see me be furious. <laughs> um, stay furious. Um, yeah. So today we are going to talk about the metaverse. Mm. This is something, um, for those of you who don't know, the metaverse is... Uh, well, Meta is Facebook's new name, and the right. Metaverse is, is basically this concept that we all knew was coming, if you've ever seen a science fiction film, which is a whole internet of virtual reality. So right. it's a way to interface with social media and the internet through a thing that you actually put on your face yeah. or on your head. Um, yeah, like and- they don't want you just like uh, looking at the internet. They want you in it. In the internet, yeah, truly. you're just in it. Yeah, and if, if you're thinking this is crazy or you're laughing on it like please believe that this is happening <laughs> definitely <laughs> this is not happening. a conspiracy this theory is this is happening right now yeah. we know yeah and we'll get into we'll it we'll get into it so before we do that speaking of the internet we are going to continue our new segment for 2021 maybe for the last time who knows we might start a new segment that's or true where we might keep up with this one and it's called Wags, what's going on in your feed? Are you still detaching? A little bit, but the, so two things. Well, two things. One, one just makes me laugh because I, we had some folks over the house for Advent dinner. Okay. And um, do you remember? I don't know. This there's thing called. I think it's called a pronunciation manual. Okay. And this guy has. I mean, he gets like millions of views, mm-hmm. and he just does like these really funny um, pronunciations of words. Okay. And so, um, it like had us in tears the other night. And so every, every just like, it's really like once every, like maybe like year or two, mm-hmm. we'll just like kind of look at what he has. So he'll be like, like the word Nebuchadnezzar. He'll okay. be like, Labancho, Dancho, Labancho, Dancho. And, or like he used penis and yeah. he goes, penis. <laughs> This is craziness. <laughs> so, I should put a parental advisory at the top of this. So, thing. anyway, he just does like a lot of like funny things like that yeah. um, with these words, and really, like we were in tears the other night just going through so many of them. Anyway, oh, well, joy, joy in the feed. Joy, and they're literally just—they're all like six seconds, yeah. and there's no—it just—it just shows the word, mm-hmm. and that's it. And like, and you just hear the, you know, pronunciation of it, mm-hmm. and I assume this guy's making money off of it. I mean, I mean, oh, yeah. so many He's views, got that many views, you know, right? for sure. So it's just funny. The The second thing that actually is like more meaningful mm-hmm. is I posted the video on, on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. It just like the super like it really grabbed me. This 
um, daughter of a police officer mm-hmm. who was killed. Mm-hmm. And um, just how she talked about Jesus in her mm-hmm. response to the killer, like at his funeral. And, um, and like she kind of ends this line with just saying, like, um, I hope someday I'll get to talk to him, meaning the killer, mm-hmm. and um, not to yell at him, not to be angry with him, to just share with him how much Jesus loves him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god! It like got me like all choked up yeah. watching it the other day. It was like so good. You're all in your feels uh, recently. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, my feed is still definitely a steady stream of um, really niche companies trying to sell me very niche <laughs> things. That's the continued theme as Christmas gets closer. Um, is like, yeah, Matt definitely wants like a hoodie with like Sauron on it, but like that looks like a heavy metal band or whatever. It's so weird. Um, I'm trying to think of what, uh, you know, what has sort of stuck out. I definitely feel like I've been seeing a lot more like comedy on my feed. The Mm -hmm. other thing that, that the algorithm has started feeding me and I'm appreciative of is super niche, like meme accounts. Mm -hmm. So I, I followed one the other day called Samsara teens and it's all like memes about meditating, (laughs) but they're hilarious. (laughs) And it's just you know like, you are in when you're like on meditation memes, like truly. Um, so I guess I guess my feed has just been you know really really curated to a frightening uh, a frightening level, but also <laughs> I guess I mean this is reality, hey, this so I'm as well is. just live into it. This um, is your meta, yeah. <laughs> this is my meta, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Um, the only other thing is like you know it's so weird. I don't know you you don't post on Twitter often. I don't a super. I don't I don't post very yeah. often, but Twitter is like where my I'm not sure if this is funny. It's always for jokes for me, almost always anyway, recently. And it's always like, I don't know if this makes sense. I'll put it on Twitter rather than on Instagram. And it's so funny, like the things that hit, like the things that resonate with people on Twitter. I said, I can't remember exactly what the tweet was. I won't quote it because that's weird to quote your own tweet. But it was something to the effect of like, can we bring back the word poser? <laughs> Nobody uses that word anymore, but I can remember that being, especially in alternative culture, the worst that it was like in the Christmas story where they double dog dare and it's yeah. like it stops. My so much of my life from eighth to tenth grade was spent dodging that barb. Like I don't <laughs> I, I don't know what I want to be. I don't want to be called a poser though. <laughs> And it's like now that doesn't exist. Like nobody, I feel like nobody looks at anybody and is just like, I'm not telling you you're a bad person. I'm not telling you that you're wrong, but I'm just saying you're a poser. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. There's always like words like that. The, um, it was a couple weeks ago, but I just, I don't even know why I said it, but I just called someone a doofus. And <laughs> Lacey goes, Lacey just started laughing. She's like, I have not heard that in so long. And I was like, you know what though? Like, I feel like it's that middle ground word where you're not like cussing at someone, yeah. but you're not like letting them off the hook yeah. for just being a doofus. Yeah. <laughs> so I've said it a few times recently. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to fully bring it back, but like, yeah, it's, it's in the realm of being. Back. I mean, I just, I can't imagine if like what, what the music scene would look like now, if somebody could just turn to some of these, like these, do, these like mumble rap SoundCloud, you know, these people who are making millions and millions of dollars off of basically nothing and just be like, you're a poser, dude. <laughs> Like you're such a poser. Um, it was funny. The I was at a, I was out of town at a um, sort of a retreat, kind of like seminar type thing, mm-hmm. doing some continuing education stuff. And there was a moment where I was at a table with like literally a widespread of people. Um, 
Cliff, our friend Cliff was there. So he's a little old. He's like your age. He's a little older yeah. than I am. And then it was all the way down to like somebody who was just about to graduate college in their early 20s. And I was talking to the college student. I was, and I said, "So after graduation, if you had your druthers, and it was like the record stopped. Even Cliff, who's older than me, was like, "What did you just say?" And I was like, "Oh, did I, did I sound like an old person right now?" They're like, "You literally sound like my great grandpa. What is a druthers?" That goes, be- that goes beyond old. Like if you wanted to go down to the soda fountain and get a phosphate and talk about Cardias and Fitzgerald, what would you do? And I was like, "Sorry, I don't know another word. If you had your way." So, all right. Mm. Um, well, that was fun. Now let's <laughs> now let's get into me being let's get furious. Our <laughs> let's get yeah. If I had my druthers, <laughs> the metaverse would be destroyed. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then talk a little bit about the um, impending doom that is total virtual reality, the metaverse. Y'all know we stay curious over here. All right, we're back. Um, we're going to talk about the metaverse. Here's why we're talking about. Like we should say what the impetus is. Um, it was definitely an infuriating. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I should start being. You were hot. I am. I'm hot. I need you were to like at least smoldering. You were like hot. hot yeah, hot. I wasn't like you know. <laughs> don't make me the old me. You know. Um. So let's see, John. You sent us was it an Instagram post. Yes. Okay. Cool. And it was from the Life I, Church. Okay. Just right. launched their Metaverse campus. Okay. So tell us a little bit. You know. You. No more than I do. I got so furious I couldn't read it. So. Yeah. So basically, Life Church is the people that came up with the Bible app. Mm. All right. And so, and you version. Yeah. You version Bible app. And they are the largest church in America. Mm. And they have 38 sites, I think. It might even be more than that now. Mm. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people go, but it's a ton. I didn't it. realize they were the largest one in America. Yeah. I mean, if like they don't, I don't know that they even count. Like they just don't even want to be on the list, but there's no way they're not the biggest. Yeah, and because they're all, um, like kind of one central hub too, so they're kind of they're all one church basically in like thirty some odd locations. Wow. So they're they're just a huge church, and they've always kind of tried to pride themselves not in a bad way on being like, the next technological thing they just want to be in on. Yeah. And so they launched a metaverse campus, and I saw the picture of it on Instagram. I put it on our staff text, and it's kind of wild. Yeah, so to say the least. explain to me what you saw in the picture. I know this is a audio format, so <laughs> visuals are hard. But like, so it's kind of like a theater. Yeah, there's a theater as if, yeah, as if someone walked into the theater. Mm-hmm. There were some people in there, not a ton. Um, and everyone had their avatars in there. And then there was like on the movie screen was Craig Rochelle mm-hmm. giving his sermon. Like as like he looked normal, not an avatar. Yeah. And, um, and then afterwards they showed people in the lobby talking and, uh, and there were two other shots of people doing something there. They were mingling and talking. Mm-hmm. And then in the caption, they talked about how two people that were there that day, um, said that they want to say yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and okay. that is when you lost it. Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> it blew my top. Um, so I, I want people to understand that like. For instance, the people talking in the lobby, these are avatars talking Correct. to one another. So when you engage with another person, it doesn't suddenly become FaceTime where you can see them. Correct. Like you are your cartoon self. Yes. However you choose to be so you can give yourself, you know, for the, again, we, we don't want to assume that everybody listening has played video games and stuff. Right. Like you, you know, pick your own hair, pick your own skin color, your height, your body type, your, you pick everything. And then that's your representation in, in the metaverse. It's, it's your avatar. It's like your, it's like a video game character. Um, and then that video game character talks to another one. And it doesn't like 
not that this matters, but stylistically, I actually it looks cool from an animation standpoint. It looks yeah. cool. Um, they're kind of like cartoony looking. Yep. They're not. They don't. They're not meant to look like real people. They're like, oh, look at that hot avatar. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody. Said <laughs> well, I know that, someone. But, you know, yeah, that sure. is the internet after all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you know, it's like a totally false self speaking to another totally false self. Um. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Like, so what? Let me also say this about just kind of general yeah. with the metaverse thing. I also find it fascinating that, you know, meta means beyond. Mm-hmm. And so that there's this feeling mm-hmm. and this um, impetus that people have to like want to be in something beyond themselves. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like there's like uh, like getting into this being like there's got to be something more mm-hmm. than what reality is. And I find that piece kind of just interesting around all this because it's like, man, this has been like really history, right? Even if you go back to like cosmic origin stories that people were putting, you know, back in the Babylonian era and everything, there's always been this feeling of like there's something beyond us. And I, inside of me, I'm like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And, and there's something to be explored that's beyond me. And I just find it interesting. I don't, yeah. you know, I think that's where a lot of this stuff comes from, like where I think where people are like, no, it's just for like the gaming piece or it's just, I'm like, I don't think so. I think there's, you're searching for something beyond yourself mm-hmm. and you're trying to find it. You just happen to be looking <laughs> in a really awful place to like discover that. But yeah, that's good. That's a, that's a good positive spin. I guess my interpretation of exactly what you've just observed is, when it's beyond the beyond verse, right? It's basically like we can do better than than what sure. God gave us. Like it's it it, it is certainly it that. is the yeah. Tower of Babel. It is like yeah, it's modern day if sure. man puts him if if man puts his mind to it, or if we people put our mind to it, we can do better. Mm-hmm. Not better than us, better than God. Like we can like no doubt. Trees are flawed; they're itchy. So like, let's make something better. It's yes. like no. Trees are exactly the way they're meant to be, and <laughs> yeah. you just don't appreciate them. Yeah. Like, um, and that I think is what, and the idea of having church in that space, regardless of like what's being preached or who said yes to what, I'm just like, in my head, we should also probably preface this by saying I'm super hot about this, and I will say exactly why I am here and be very honest, but like, that doesn't mean John is like, cool with it <laughs> he just yeah, yeah I don't, he's just feeling a little more balanced about yeah, it yeah i don't love it. i mean i don't love yeah we're not like yeah. launching a metaverse yeah i mean even like yeah even with the metaverse thing there's like you know there's also like part of the other ugliness of it is like it's a world without limits yeah you know it's a world without rules or boundaries um it's a world that you're escaping to it's a world where and this is like the also like i think the creepiest side mm-hmm. is we think they're tracking things now with social media. Oh my God. Like metaverse is going to be like way worse on how they do that. And, and then you're going to be like in it. And so it's going to be like infinitely worse. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like really bad elements to this whole thing. Now I am not a huge fan of even online church. So like I, this idea of the metaverse, like I, I don't love it. Um, what I was saying to you earlier was, you know, maybe we shouldn't even call this church. Mm. Like, I don't like even like online. I, I, I like to think of it as like, hey, you're, this is like an online experience trying to figure out if you should go to that church. Like, that's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was saying with metaverse, maybe that there's a, some space for this 
to be explored. You did not share that same opinion. No, I think like... Let it rip. At some point, I love the YouVersion Bible app. I'm so glad they developed it. I think it's great. And I understand the feeling of like, okay, a new wave is coming. Like the church doesn't want to be caught Mm -hmm. unawares or caught behind or whatever. Let's stay ahead of it. Let's stay... I get all that. And I also understand that there's an argument that's like, Matt, why are you, you know, people like you were upset when the printing press came out. People like you were upset when the internet launched or Mm -hmm. when the, you know, well, we all should have been upset when the bomb went off. But whatever, like, next, you know, giant technological. Right. There's sort of gadgets and then there's sort of like, okay, these are major, like, epochs in the timeline of humanity. Sure. The wheel. Right? Like, I mean, like, these things that change. And it's like, and we've already always adapted and like, it's always been, you know, some, sometimes used for good, sometimes used for bad. I think my thing is like, yeah, that's fine, but we have to decide where we stop. Right. Like we cannot, like, when do we stop? Like, do we stop when, when we're having this conversation about like our AI people and like artificial intelligence is fighting for its right to become ordained? Like, is that a thing? Like, and then are we having this argument about like. Is it okay to have an Android pastor? Like, when does it stop? Because, like, it's all we keep saying, like, oh, there'll never be hoverboards. Are you making a slippery slope argument? I kind of am. Um, Well, no, because I'm not saying one thing leads into another, but I am saying, like, at some point, you have to decide where you're going to get off the train, like the church does as a culture. And, And so when we are trying to say that we can have church or worship or plant good seed. Right. Uh, To use the sower seed analogy of like the different soils where we're saying like we can do that in a completely false universe. I'm for me, I'm just like, nope, like we got to get off the train. So you don't want to bring dead avatars to life. (laughs) Exactly. But and that's the thing. Like, (laughs) when does it stop? Like when the metaverse is more real than the real world. Yeah. Then anybody can be Jesus. All you need is the right line of code. So let me ask you. So you don't see this. um as an opportunity maybe to reach people. No, it's definitely an opportunity to reach people. But again, like a bad tree does not produce good fruit. Like TikTok is a good way to reach people, but the the form is broken. Mm-hmm. This is the same conversation we have when we talk about celebrities, Kanye West or whoever is like newly vigor, you know, sure. has zeal for the Lord, right? Like it's not the, it's not the content. It's not the message. It's the form. And the message is not – I'm trying to think of how to carefully say this. If the message was unassailable, meaning if the form didn't matter, just get the gospel out there. If the form was unassailable, the Bible would have never been abused. We would never have stories of Holocaust and slavery and all this stuff that sure. used the, that misused the Bible. Because the fact of the matter is that the text, the content is not unassailable. And the reality of it is is that – as incarnation, like we were, we are an incarnational faith, which differs us from all the other major faiths. Mm-hmm. Like the soul, the spirit, and the body do not have more importance one than the other. It has to be all three. The Father is not more important than the Son, who's not more important than the Holy Spirit. They are three in one, right? Mm-hmm. And so physical presence, embodiment, and the present, like what it is, like we talked about this a lot over COVID, like uh, being together, even if we have masks on, being together, right. singing together. This is a key point of our faith. 
And so like to take one of those three things out and so you don't have to be here with your body forever. I'm not talking about we might be quarantined for 12 months and here's how we're going to deal with it. Sure. I'm talking about this is the new way you engage Yeah. moving forward. I'm just not cool with it. So, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, listen, I, I don't I think if someone just does online anything, you're not really you're you're involved in the sense of you're connected to a community let's say but you're not in the community Mm. like you're like you literally outside of a health issue Mm -hmm. or if like i I don't know what another issue would be but outside of a health issue that you can't be around people like the reality is is like you need to be with people yeah and our our faith is built for that we are we as humans are built for that that's part of like the metaverse thing is like no no no, we're just actually making people less human Mm -hmm. And therefore, the end result of less humanity is like, man, destruction's just on the other side of this. Like, there's just, there's no doubt. Like, yeah, about because it. this is, this did not, to me, this denies the very core of even what secular psychologists and neurologists would say is true, which sure. is that we are wired for relationships. Yeah. We yeah. learn that we're human by, lay, by like, sort of, for lack of a better phrase, like being at the, at the breast, right? Mm-hmm. Or like being held and skin to skin and feeding and, and like all of this stuff. And so, you know, for me, like the, there's the core, sort of the technical aspects of it. Look, have you ever done VR? Have you ever like played a I game? I actually never have done like it. Like in the Oculus or whatever. I've done it. And like, it was super fun. Yeah. So much so that when I got out of it, I was like, that was too fun. Like that yeah. was, that's scary. That I'd like to scary. try it. You should, to- I totally yeah. encourage anybody, like if you have. Do they have sports games like that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, love, I would love to try that. Yeah. And uh, there's like, our for us, we had a neighbor, there was a neighbor kid who had one. So, you know, I went over there and I was like, let dad play. <laughs> Um, I would encourage everyone to try it. If I had my brothers. If I had my brothers, I'd have one of these in my, in my, uh, Salon. Um, yeah, I would encourage everyone to like try it so that you know that that's where I'm saying like I'm not saying we ignore this yeah. or be behind. I'm just saying I think there's a difference between acknowledging and engaging and like buying in. Yeah. And to me starting a metaverse campus is buying in. But um, I totally encourage you find find a kid. I'm sure one of Max's friends or somebody's friends. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, I would like to try So I. I don't ignore all the downsides of this. I mean, like, even like you think about like, man, if someone like if someone's playing a sports game, I don't see like in that world, like it, if I'm an athlete, I probably would want if I were like a high school, college athlete mm-hmm. right now, I'd be like, man, I want to do this. Like there's something probably even mentally stimulating about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what I don't understand is like, man, if they're playing a game where you're killing people, mm-hmm. like, you can't convince me. That that stuff of killing people when you're in it yeah. isn't going to have psychological impact for what people are going to do outside of it if games are already having some kind of impact. On yeah, people. and I am 100% like we talk about our media standards all the time. Jenny and I are different than you and sure. Lacey's. That said, anybody who after doing it, like after yeah. using the Oculus a couple of times – Anybody who told me like, well, it's really no different than having a super nice TV and like a, it's totally different. Right. Yeah. You when when you take that helmet off, you realize how that you never n- no amount of staring at a phone or sitting in an IMAX theater can disconnect you in the way that that machine yeah. does. Truly. Yeah. So I get all of that. I'm just wondering. And again, like I'm. I'm I'm anti all this stuff, but like the, I am just wondering though, like, so for instance, my guess, I don't have any data to this, just my guess is, 
I would assume VR stuff the met in the metal world is primarily eighteen to thirty five year olds. I don't know. Like, I'm just curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Like it. So if I'm just wondering, all right, this next generation or the younger generation, it could this be a miss for churches in terms of like saying like, hey, there's a lot of unchurched young people on this thing. Mm-hmm. And so is there a way, I'm not saying to have church, yeah. but is there a way to engage people through this that um, somehow gets people connected to a church, like a real yeah. people real. So I don't, what I don't like personally is like being like, we're going to do this as church. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I Are we just setting people up to be comfortable in their disconnected state? Mm-hmm. You know, even for us online, we're, we're like having conversations or just like our online experience being like, we, I think we need to pare this down and push people towards human contact yeah. and um, give people like a glimpse of what's going on and can hear the sermon, but we don't want to pare it down. And we don't want to make it better. Like in terms of like, here's all the worship and here's get, you're getting everything. You're getting this amazing online experience because... Ultimately, we want people to be connected to people. Mm-hmm. And so I agree that I'm not I'm not in the camp of being like, let's just make this really cool VR church and or meta church and and uh, people feel like they're actually in church. But I do wonder, is there a place for um, a creative expression within this that says, hey, there are things we can do on this platform that we're going to reach some people that would never in a million years step foot into our church, but maybe we can connect with them in a way that's on their terms, so to speak. And, um, we figure out how to do that and engage that way. Yeah. Like, like, could you do, I don't even know, but like, I have like no clue how this stuff works, but like, could you be like, Hey, I'm going in, you get your avatar ready and, you know, you go in it's like, I'm here for conversations around faith. Who wants to come chat? Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's, that's what someone does as their job. I, yeah. As their outreach. I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I guess I don't know why I'm feeling, and some of this is like zeal on my part less as somebody who doesn't understand it and more as somebody who's sort of like on the recovering addict end of it. Not that I ever like was addicted yeah. to VR, but like I am definitely a person who can lose a whole day playing video games. Yeah. Like I am somebody. Yeah, we would not put you in that role. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those, you know, and, and it's really only in the past. And I'm somebody who told himself who the narrative from very early on was like indoor kid. Like yeah. you like, you know, to do outside things and yeah. I'm, I like to sit inside and read and play video games mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And, and, or even like chess or whatever. I'm just like, sure. I'm an indoor kid. Right. And it's own. I've found so much freedom in setting that aside and getting outside, you know, getting outside, getting, getting in the park. It's not like I'm, I'm not like a Patagonia rep or anything. <laughs> like I'm not out mountain climbing and stuff, yeah. just like being outside, putting my toes in the grass. So some of it is sort of just like zeal that comes from you know recent discovery that totally like, i missed out on a lot by by considering myself not an outdoor person yeah right? um but some of, but i mean some of it is just straight up like i hear what you're saying and i think that that curiosity is good but but can be applied to literally like anything and it's at some i guess my feelings right now are like at what point are we going to just like stop asking that question yeah like at what point is it at what point do we take into account the fact that like 
there's a million things that Jesus and the disciples in the first century church could have done to get the message out there. Mm-hmm. But they stayed true to what they knew was the right thing to do. And the gospel spread anyway. Like, they, you know, like the, <laughs> somebody in the, in the class that I was in, uh, a pastor of a, of a church out in, um, in uh, Omaha, he said, like, we started talking about the metaverse and he was like, we've already started talking about this. And what I determined was that like our apologetic is going to be in-person interactions. Like that's what's going to set us apart. Um, Whereas right now we're constantly trying to, well, what even does set us apart? Like is that, you know, we're asking ourselves these questions in the wake of the Mars Hill thing. Like, Mm -hmm. are we just a concert that people come to on Sundays? Are we just, are we just group therapy? Like, are we, what are we? Like, what is the church? Like, what is, what are, what is the body of Christ? What are we supposed to be doing? Are we really just these things? Yeah. And in a world that is increasingly moving toward the digital, like pretty much porting everything into the digital universe that humans made, that is not, <laughs> is not made by God, I guess. Like we're made <laughs> by God and then we made it. Um, but this concept that like, I kind of joked to you earlier, like, we made a whole universe out of ones and zeros and tried to imitate the universe that God made out of like carbon. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, elements. Um, as we continue to like progress toward everything being in the universe of ones and zeros that man created, like all of us living on this sort of like Tower of Babel that's trying to be equal to the creation that God made, we have another opportunity to be set apart, to like show people something different. Not with what we say, but with what we do. And one of those things that we might do is say, like, we're meeting in the park. Like, not only are we not going to meet you on the metaverse, but, like, we're going to meet outside maybe or we're going to meet, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Because that, what seems now as, like, a nice thing to do is going to be revolutionary in 20 years. Yeah. Like, what seems now is, like, perfectly fine. Even just think about exercising, like, the concept of, like, you know, you should probably exercise. And people sure. are like, oh, really? You think? I was thinking of just getting like liposuction and then like maybe doing do my eyes. Or like <laughs> my avatar. I was going to do my eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Or what, you know, like things that like, have you ever thought about going for a walk? It's like, oh, no, I never. Do I have time yeah. to do that? Like things that to us we take for granted are going to be revolutionary soon. And I, to me, I'm just like, this is a great, this is a great time for us to say no. Yeah. I, you know, I agree with, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I I just also am trying to leave room for the possibility that there may be an expression throughout this. Like there's a guy named name of DJ Soto who's like he's kind of like the pioneer with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he started a lot of this in 2016. And so when you look up some of the stuff that he's doing, he's trying to be like pretty creative within this this realm. So I, I do think and it's and he is like figuring out how to really connect with people. So I I'm just leaving some space. I don't have a lot of it in my head and heart, but like I'm leaving some space to be like, I don't know, maybe there's a creative expression here that is not church, but there is a way to reach people that can get them into church or into a church and into a community so that it can be like, hey, let's have a conversation. Like go for a walk outside and put your toes in the dirt, mm-hmm. like being on your couch with the stupid stuff on your face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, I don't know. I think that there's I'm just leaving some space there. Yeah. I mean, I have concerns like I, you know, I loathe the um, gospel theology that is just centered around conversion mm-hmm. because it just sets up for such a weak 
like faith and a weak um, perspective of what the gospel really is. And so I have a deep concern that getting into this and people are just be like, we're doing a meta church that like you're defeating the monster of just like, Hey, we had another one click. Yes here, but you don't, there's nothing that goes off of yeah. it and there's no discipleship off of it or anything like that. So I have a concern uh, with that. And, and I do have a concern with like, you know, obviously what constitutes church really. Um, and that I would say, if you can't be with people that would, not constitute church in my opinion. Um, and I do think I agree with you, like with the, at some point you got to draw lines on things and like, you know, what's too far and and all of that. And, you know, for those of you that don't know too, we've mentioned the tower of Babel a couple of times. And the reason that we've done that, we've done that is part of the story with the tower of Babel was humans trying to be equal to God. But the crux of the story was it was built off of technology that enabled them to build this tower. And so technology has become like this common theme throughout humanity that tries to make itself like God and thus ends up actually hurting people in the end. And so this discussion around technology, whether it's the internet or the metaverse, like technology also kind of feeds into this Tower of Babel mindset. Yeah, and I think that like, I was trying to look up the the uh, original person who talked about this. It might have been... I can't remember the guy's name. Whenever you get into philosophy, everybody's European and it's like, I can't remember your weird like German name or whatever. But there's this concept that like um, you can't use, you can't take the thing down using the thing, right? I'm not saying it's true, but like Mm -hmm. I've read some compelling stuff. Basically, this guy asserts that like the only way to actually um, create long lasting revolution is through art. So like only, you know, ultimately only art changes people's minds because if you try to like this idea of like i'm going to become a senator so i can like change the the system from the inside doesn't actually work or this idea that like we're going to use the metaverse to bring down the metaverse again i can't say that's like an absolute truth but it's an interesting (laughs) yeah i mean i could see that i mean i think there are rebuttals to that but like that which is what philosophy is but like the um yeah i mean it might have been sartre i don't know anyway i just think yeah, I'm not saying you've, you've, but I do think that there's space to say like, hey, we're not buying into the narrative of the metaverse, but what we are is we're trying to see like if we believe God can redeem anything, yeah. it's like maybe, again, I'm just leaving room for a maybe. I'm not yeah. even saying we're going to do anything with it, but like just maybe there might be a creative idea that says like, man, we... we <laughs> We could do this and all of a sudden we're talking to 500 people we never would have engaged with. Like um, the Catholic priest that uh, I told I started a podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Baron, Bishop. Bishop. Bishop um, Baron something. Yeah. It's called, anyway, it's called Word on Fire. Yeah. So he, he's he's like a super interesting listen. And um, he talked about how he's been going on Reddit. He just goes on there and he just says, um, hey, I'm a Catholic priest here to talk faith. And he's like, he goes, man, I'm getting, he goes, I get a lot of crazy people. But like, he was talking recently, like the other day he had like 2,000 comments and 2,000 people engaged with him just over this faith stuff. And primarily he's like, I got into this like hour and a half long discussion on Reddit just around suffering. And so, but Reddit's a hellhole. I mean, truly. (laughs) So, so my, I just, I don't know. I just leave like some space for like a possibility of something. Yeah. And I think, I guess maybe what my, 
not even pushback, but like the thing that sets me off isn't necessarily what you're saying. What you're saying is true. I don't want people to not be on the metaverse. Like I want people to do what, you know, like I don't want like, oh, well, you can't be a Christian and be on the metaverse. Like, right. Like it's not a, it's not a moral determination. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think that we should be. That's a great example of like, let's teach, let's disciple people well and then encourage them like, hey, is there some game you like to play on there or there's some social media thing that you're engaged in? Cool. Like go on there and talk about Jesus. I guess what sets me off is this concept that we're already programming it into church life. Yeah. You know, and I know this seems like a heavy indictment on Life Church. Like I like some of the stuff they've done. I love the Version Bible app, whatever. I don't love listening to Greg talk, but um, like it, it's the it's the whole hog like commitment to like, I get it. I get it. You know, to like, okay, now this is the new thing. So we're going to do this thing. We're going to program it in the church. We're going to have a digital pastor. Who's like just on the metaverse or whatever. Like I just, (laughs) and you know, I look, I'm admitting when I'm heightened like this, it's not, I'm just having big, a big feeling about it. If anything, we just wanted to capture on tape this idea that like sometimes I get worked up about stuff <laughs> and you're the reasonable one. Cause neither, we pretty much agree on it. You're just like, you're doing what we normally do together, which right. is be reasonable and see both sides. <laughs> and I, for some reason was totally set off by it. Um, yeah, but I, you know, either way it's coming, we got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I, some of it too, for me is just like, I just can't stand the idea of another means of social media like if the metaverse was entirely sure, like there. if yeah. the metaverse was an online gaming thing where it's just like here's a new way for everybody to get on and yeah. do you know skyrim or whatever i would be like oh i mean okay i don't that seems addictive to me and i probably won't do it but like whatever it's yeah. the fact that it's like <laughs> cool like I, I already can't deal with i'm already too old and grouchy for tiktok <laughs> and absolutely hate it now there's going to be another level i know that's true um, so what would you say to somebody, uh, that maybe hears this conversation and is like, well, John, like, I actually liked your sort of balance of view on it, which makes me wonder like, why isn't Hill City on TikTok or, oh, or like, why aren't you like on all the, why aren't we all on all the things? Well, s- some of the reason is personnel and <laughs> time. Yeah. Um, but there's also like a piece where like, you know, um, I think that there's a question you always have to ask yourself while getting involved in some of these platforms is like, what's actually worth it versus what is actually feeding the monster. Mm -hmm. And, and so some of the things like we talked about TikTok at one point and not, not that we haven't, that we've buried that issue, but it's like, there's also like, there are things like I've, I've thought about with, with TikTok, you know, um, one person said to me, it's like, you know, you know what you should do? You should just start like, go through all your old sermons and just do like little snippets of things and start posting them in that way and like try to create some engagement off of that. And, you know, there's a part that I was like, I mean, that might sound like it doesn't take a lot of work on my end. I just look at old notes or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, I just, I don't have the time. I don't know that I want to, and I don't like being on my phone. And so I think like we got, you have to answer that question of like, are you feeding a monster that actually becomes hurtful to you? It's, you know, a lot of times with churches get involved so much in social media and the, like their people are consumed, like they're addicted to it, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and you're actually playing more into culture, you're letting culture define like how you engage things. Yeah. And so I don't know, that's, that's yeah. part of why we like hit pause for a second on a lot of this stuff and being like, all right, how do we actually want to engage in what, like what is actually meaningful and what can make a difference rather than, Hey, this we're just doing what culture is doing. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And some of this may just be preference for me. Like I'm making it into this big theological issue, which there's an argument. But I, you know, I also don't love electronic music. Like I right. like even I prefer older hip hop that uses samples from real instruments than I do like some of this the newer like trap stuff. Like I don't, I don't. When we when our band records, there is no at this point, there is no audible difference. There's no real rational reason to record drums. Like drum simulations have gotten so real and so sure. nuanced that like the, in some ways setting up the drums and miking them and recording them for a record is kind of a waste of time because only super, super, super nerds will notice the difference, right? Right. But there's something about the physical experience, like there's something about connecting the art. And this is why when we talk about like, well, maybe there's like a whole thing of creativity that can happen on the metaverse, right? Yeah, there is, but it will be even further removed from the physical experience, the embodied experience of doing a thing in the same way that like, I can open up GarageBand right now and get a drum sound that like everyone will be fine with, mm-hmm. but no one beat the drums. Like no, yeah. there's no, I'm with you. You know, physical thing. So I think that there's also something to be said for that in outside of church, in art, and in in games, and in and in like the art of there, there's an art behind making video games. There's an art behind every you know a lot of this stuff, and like the further removed it is from God's physical creation. Whether again, whether that's a drum head or a string that you you know cut your finger on until you callous, like you know these things. In me, it, to me, it's just like the further we're moving toward total implosion. Yeah, but I know that probably sounds grouchy. Um, <laughs> well, we'll find out. We're about to find out. <laughs> Uh, hopefully I'll be dead before <laughs> we find out. Um, cool. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks so much for a great year. 2021 has been amazing. Um, you guys and girls um, have been uh, fantastic and um, great with your feedback and with your steady listenership. Um, you know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, quips, or quotes, or suggestions for what we're talking about next year, um, email them to stay curious at hillcityrva.com. Make sure to rate and review us. Um, and share these this past year of episodes with folks so that others can get in on the conversation. And until 2022, remember to stay curious. curious.